As we heard in that previous kōrero, Piripi Walker talked about the vision and foresight of Māori who knew about the importance of spectrum. A similar story really with Kaitahu Kraitiana Tairu, who in the 1990s formed the online group the New Zealand Māori Internet Society. He's currently a trustee with Te Huarahi Tika Trust, formerly known as the Māori Spectrum Trust. Ko Kaitahu Rawa ko Ngāti Kahungunu Oku Iwi, Kei Ototahi Au, Ko Kraitiana Tairu Toku Ingoa. So you are the chair, the chairman of the um, New Zealand Māori Internet Society. That's correct. We became a legal body in the early 2000s. Um, it was officially or unofficially um, a, more of an email group back in 1997, um, set up by a group of uh, Māori online who wanted to set up a new domain name .kohanga.nz, uh, basically because. Well, the domain name system at that time uh, didn't recognise Kohanga as an early childhood uh, education provider. And then in 2000, we incorporated the society and made it legal. And the society's new agenda was to lobby and have the new domain name .maori.nz created. Uh, that took two years to have that um, domain name created which is available now for anyone to be able to use. That's .nz. That's correct, .maori.nz. You, you mentioned the year 1997. I guess that's when it really all started to happen, um, around about 1990, 1996, 1997, the, the, the age of, of the internet. Uh, I began working in IT in about 1997, um, and I really grasped the internet around the 1999 mark. I could see the huge potential uh, for employment, for Māori language, for cultural advancements back then. Um, and I guess yeah, it's, it was my first first job working in IT, so I've, yeah, I've been there ever since. Mm. And are more Māori becoming internet savvy? Most definitely. Yes. Uh, back in 2000, when yeah, we started up the Māori Internet Society, we, we only had about 20 members, 20 or 30 members to start with. Uh, now we have over 2,000 members. Uh, and if you look through Facebook, there's Māori groups for almost anything you can think of. Um, there's iwi, yeah. marae, everyone's on yes. the internet. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember the year, uh, Te Puni um released some research about Māori usage on cell phones and social media. And, and that showed that we're quite high users of um, social media and cell phones. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely out there. What is your definition of, of spectrum? Data transmission? Uh, yes, definitely data transmission. The, the way that we can watch um, TV, listen to the radio, use um, our cell phones for calling people, for internet data. Uh, yeah, generally how we communicate in today's society. And so how does the New Zealand Māori Internet Society fit in the scheme of things? There are a number of parties that have, um, you know, that are, well, concerned, have a stake in, in, in Spectrum. How do you fit? We're a grassroots organisation where mm. we, we represent the, the grassroots Māori community who use the internet, who 
would like to have a say and would like to be able to contribute in such matters, but normally wouldn't have any way of doing it. So the, the Māori Internet Society, we let everyone um, contribute. We have public consultations. And then we use our, our significant, significantly large membership to be able to uh, petition a parliament or let the treaty claimants know that, well, this is how we feel, this is our opinion, this is what the, the, um, you know, the community are saying. And, and talking of membership, um, is it because you? I mean, you are based in Christchurch, Kraitiana, but that doesn't mean that your membership is based in in the South Island. That's correct. The majority of our members um, come from the North Island. Uh, there's very few from the South Island, but we operate as an internet an internet organisation. So uh, while I'm physically in Christchurch, we have other board members who are in Hawkes Bay, um, Auckland, Wellington. And, and yeah, in the past we've had people up the far north as well. So the internet provides us a communications tool, so we don't have to physically be in one place. So we talk largely about the three G spectrum, and obviously that's what um, we're operating on now. Let's talk about four G. How is four G better or more advanced? Because it would be than than three G. And what does that mean for for Māori? So I, I guess if you compare when the internet first came to New Zealand, we were on very slow dial-up. Dial up. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, I can still remember those beeps. <laughs> yes. So I mean, the technology just wasn't really that exciting, and uh, statistically, Māori weren't high users of internet in those days either. Uh, purely, there was just no entertainment or there was no motivation to use the internet then. Uh, then the introduction of broadband internet, where it's a lot faster. Uh, we've seen a whole range of new technologies uh, enter the internet. YouTube, Facebook, um, online TV, online radio. The, t- the technology's just grown beyond belief. And so the, the same thing will occur with 4G. The, the technology we have now on our, so- on our cell phones will just increase and we will have a lot more better access. Um, it's quite likely... Uh, you could be driving in a car in a rural area of New Zealand and you could be watching um, TV on demand or watching your favourite video clip or even talking to your whanau over in Australia on your mm. cell phone. So, not while you're driving, of course. No, no, no. <laughs> your passenger could be. Yeah, the passenger, of course, yes. <laughs> so, I mean, that really, I mean, is it going from, I don't know, let's put it in, in a car context, is it going from a, a Lada to a Ferrari? Most definitely, yes. <laughs> yeah. 4G spectrum, like like 3G spectrum, the government said, okay, here's your piece of this spectrum pie, but today they're saying... Actually, no, we don't want to allocate you any of this 4G pie. Is that correct? That's correct. The, the government have um, stated that they don't believe Spectrum is a tolna, and in return, they're, they've said that they might offer a $30 million ICT fund for Māori, which Tariana Turia was quoted a while ago as saying um, it reminded her of a beads and blanket deal, which is... I think it's yeah quite quite apt for what's happened. Um, 4G spectrum is an international multi-billion-dollar economy, and it's going to be around for generations and generations to come. A thirty million-dollar ICT fund 
been, it could be there for maybe 10, 15 years. Um, and, and then after that, it'll be gone. There were some, I mean, I did read on, on the website, the New Zealand Māori Internet Society website, that you, uh, or you and perhaps your members are questioning, well, who, where does the fund come from? Where's the money coming from? Who administers it? Uh, that's correct. That was one of the questions that yeah. has been raised, is will the $30 million come from the sale of Spectrum, or will it come from other uh, other budget that's already been allocated for Māori? Um, will it be coming out of the, um, the Te Reo Māori Fund or will it be coming out of the Māori Social Development Fund? We, we, we don't know. Right, so is it potentially taking um, the putia from another kite to, to give to this particular kaupapa to, to the, this development fund? That's correct. Yeah, yes. So it's not, it won't be new money? Uh, well, yeah, we, we don't know that yes. at the moment. Um, the Minister, Amy Adams, um, has told us there'll be a public consultation um, in regards to how the fund will be established and distributed, um, but we haven't received um, any word of the date of when that consultation will occur. And this is a media statement from um, the Honourable Amy Adams, Minister for Communications and Information Technology, on the 21st of Feb. She says, and I quote, The government recognises the importance of Māori having opportunities to participate in the ICT sector. However, in keeping with the view of successive governments that Spectrum is not a taonga, in our view it does not follow that Māori require further Spectrum to be set aside in order to meet our shared objectives, the protection of language and culture. So she's saying Māori don't really need 4G. We've got enough things in place to promote te reo me ona tikanga. That, that's correct, yes. Um, I, I think yeah, the government's view could be seen as being myopic, as in, yes, the $30 million fund will help, but it's only a short-term solution. Uh, if Māori had a share in 4G spectrum, it's going to be a permanent solution to help with language and culture revitalisation and mm. enhancement. So if Māori were given 4G spectrum, Kreitiana, what potential enterprises could open as a result of it? I, I guess uh, there's a number of different areas there. We'd, I, I guess uh, I would see there's an opportunity for Māori to um, enter into commercial ventures, mm. as we did with Two Degrees Mobile. Uh, there's opportunities to... Um, yeah, to create new resources, you know, by Māori for Māori, that will increase um, language revitalisation. Uh, we could, by owning a part of the spectrum, would immediately increase employment opportunities. Um, the, the returns could be used for uh, to invest in education training. Um, it would upskill a lot of our own Māori people, who then would be qualified and skilled to work anywhere in the world. We'd also have an opportunity to be able to enhance technology to adapt to um, our ever-changing society in terms of our culture. We could easily say, well, um, we have 18% of our Māori people live in Australia. How, how can we adapt Spectrum to, to close that cultural gap, that, uh, yeah, the big social gap there? We have, we have issues of uh, tangi where people can't get... Um, visit the Tangi for a number of different reasons, you know, we can look at saying, well, let's get a spectrum, use our spectrum up in all the different marae around the country. Um, so there's, yeah, there's economic and social and cultural benefits 
if we owned part of the spectrum. And that's really, I mean, you say that you are a grassroots organisation, and that really is where it is, eh, um, Kraitana? The grassroots, the marae, um, recently with the, uh, the death of Parekura Horomia, Radio, Radio Ngāti Pro actually chose to stream coverage of the tangi. Yes, I was quite surprised at that. And yes, I think it's, we're going to see more and more of that, um, especially the new generation coming through who don't know life without the internet. They, and they expect everything to be able to be done and completed on the internet. Yes, yes, people are, I mean, I'm, I myself, I'm becoming a bit too smartphone reliant. <laughs> it's like, I mean, are you like that, Kraitiana? You, you don't have access to the net, you feel like your arm's chopped off? Uh, most definitely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, yeah, and, and as we become more reliant, I mean, you know, with, with apps and with the fact you can, you know, check your email in the middle of nowhere and still be, still have that means of communication because that's really, I guess, what it boils down to is the fact you can communicate. 4G spectrum will be important to Māori, but what now? What now really for Māori now that the government has said, actually, no, we don't consider this a taonga? Sure. I, I think it's important that, yeah, the, the fight, we need to go back to the, the Waitangi Tribunal uh, I, I, in my personal opinion, I think if we don't, then we're just agreeing with the government that Spectrum's not a tonga, and that could have a number of implications for the future and for other treaty claims. Um, I think at this, and we also need to uh, be in discussion with the minister in regards to the, the $30 million ICT fund. Um, I think, that, yeah, it may come out that Māori might agree that $30 million should be invested in Spectrum or as opposed to training facilities. It's, yeah, it's really up to the community at the moment. So this whole kaupapa really started 30 years ago, 1983, with the Y11 claim. It's 2013. Now this has happened, this hurdle. Is this just a fight that's going to take another, dare I say it, 30 years, Kreitiana? Um I, I, I really hope not. Um, it's something that we, yeah, this generation needs to address and fix now. Just, I'd be very, very upset if we had to, if we were still fighting in a, another thirty years' time. Um, Kreitiana Tairu, um, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for being on Tiahi Car. Cool, thank you. Hi, kia ora To listen again to the show, you can head to radioNZ.co.nz forward slash Tiahikar. That's T E A H I K. A-A. And yes, you can find us on Facebook as well. Just search Tiahi Car.